0: I think, I think you have I to just,
1: ask. I appreciate her. the disclaimer.
0: Do you want to? Do you want to confess something? I do. Is that how to. cops do it? They just go, "You want <laughs> to confess? Confess." No. Okay. <clears throat> In three, two. Hello and welcome to the RylaCast, the official podcast of Camp Ryla Rotary District. Five eight one zero. Fifty eight ten is it is colloqu- colloquially known. I almost nailed the word colloquially on the first try. I'll give it to you. That's okay. That's yeah, nobody heard that. It's a t- t- two putt. That's what it is. My name is Greg Tupper. Those other dulcet tones you hear belong to the man they call Josie Andrew Wutz. Well, thank you, Greg,
2: or hello, Greg. It's fine. You're,
0: it's, it, we're already on It's just it. whatever. Yeah, it's fine. This I'm, I'm is, trying to. It's like this is we're in the twenties of the episodes now. It's like we have. Mailing it in. You know what I mean? I, hey, uh, we're mailing it in, but we're up to number
2: 62 on Apple Podcasts, or at least that's... Is that right? These emails from people trying to get
0: me to use them to promote our podcast. How about that? Mm-hmm. Well, hey, thank you for spending a little bit of your day listening to the 60-second ranked podcast. Um, and no, we don't have any money to advertise. We no, don't. That's what I, I told you. Well, yeah, we don't have a dime. I've got to tell you. Do you have... how? Let me ask you an awkward question. Mm -hmm. Actually, let's loop in our guest first, and I'll ask her the same awkward question. Because we are joined on this very special edition of the Rylocast by Miss Carolyn Mathis.
1: Yay! Yay! Thanks for having me.
0: Hi, Carolyn. Hi, Greg. Thanks for coming in. I know you love doing this stuff. (laughs)
1: Absolutely. Anything you, for you.
0: You know what's going to be great is you're going to listen back to this podcast and you're going to love the way your voice sounds. I Everyone probably does. probably
1: will not listen to it, to be totally honest. Everyone
0: does. Please download it at least, though. And like rate sure. And rate I could code. do that. That's fine. Okay. So then I'm going to ask the awkward question to everybody. How much cash do you have in your wallet right now? I'm going to let Carolyn go first.
1: I think there's like 5 or $6, $6 and maybe some change.
0: Okay. So we'll call it like 6 Actually 40. no,
1: there's no change.
0: Six dollars.
2: Sure. Six dollars. How much do you so, have? So I'm gonna normally I would normally have not asking
0: not
1: asking plus, normally.
2: But I what? just bought Girl Scout cookies. No, I always try to carry cash on me. But do you really? Yeah.
1: Oh I normally um, have zero.
2: Yeah, me too. I have zero right now. Zero. Because I just spent my last $5 on a box of girls. This is an
0: audio medium, so I will describe what's happening. I've pulled out my wallet. Mm. I'm opening it Oh, my it up, gosh. And inside. so much. Is one.
1: Baller.
0: $2 bill. Ooh. That's it. I have a $2 fancy. bill. That's it. That's, so I, I never carry cash. Me neither. Like, I'm just like, I'm a slave to the digital era, man. I really am. I'll Venmo you.
2: Yeah. I always try to have cash. Yeah. Just I, in case I come up on like a taco truck that takes
0: cash only. Or, like, if, like, the infrastructure all crumbles and, like, we have to start paying with actual monetary...
1: So, it's funny you say that, because I have spent the day in cybersecurity training with FEMA uh, going Mm. through what would happen if our infrastructure crumbled and we couldn't use banks and accept payment other than cash. Because that's the funny thing,
0: right? Is that, like, I don't mean to brag... I have a bank account. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> the podcast game is good. Anyway, I do have a... Send us money. I do have a bank account. Yeah. Please send us money. We're so poor. I have a starving child at home. Um, we. I do have a, a bank account, but all those are like theoretical dollars, right? Mm-hmm. They, there's not. It's not like there's a box at a bank with a bunch of dollar bills in it. It'd be like, this is for Greg. You know? I don't know. I've always...
1: But if there was, it would be a
0: big box. It would not. I think you have me mistaken for another Greg. <laughs> I I was watching a documentary
2: on this very thing that you're describing. Um, it was with John McClane, and it was called "Live Free or Die Hard." Yes,
0: it's an excellent documentary. And film. the same thing
2: happened. The mm-hmm. whole infrastructure collapsed, and like one guy had all the money, and he tried to.
0: It's steal. kind of the not to bring up a the show that you should be watching, but it's kind of the the the. the thrust of season one of mr robot are you familiar with mr robot no, that's mr just... robot i am not nope. okay well it's good and you should watch it it's got christian slater in it and also uh robbie malik but mostly okay. christian slater
1: he's mr robot
0: anyway let's get on to the program
1: have you listened to this podcast before i have i feel like we have deviated significantly already from your normal format
0: Oh, I thought this was... Okay. okay, apparently you haven't listened to the podcast then. Okay, well, tell maybe it on yourself edit, there, maybe Carolyn. Maybe you
1: edit this stuff out. I don't
0: know. Nope, there ain't no editing to go on. I put intro, outro, out. Okay, so uh, we did ask you, per use, to uh, select a word from the big list of words. My question to you, Carolyn, do you remember the word you selected?
1: I do. <gasps> and? Perspective. Yay! Yay! Now, why did you select, select perspective? So there's a, a whole list of reasons that I don't think you would be surprised by at all. but um, Me or the audience? Both, Okay, maybe, if the audience knows me. Um, I think it's a very versatile word. I think that you can look at it a bunch of different ways. So I thought it would be great to set you up for some puns with, Uh, you know, how you can look at the word perspective from different perspectives.
0: Wait a second. Did you specifically select this word as a gift for me? I did. Carolyn has listened to the podcast. I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling very warm right now. Just like, I don't know. That's just. You look very. You know when content. people, you know when people just get you? It's great. Okay. So I've got the big segment in this one. Perspective.
2: I'm going to throw it over to you, Greg, for the big segment on perspective.
0: Oh, I like it, Jesse. Um, okay. So perspective. I started doing a little bit of thinking about this and, um, I think the interesting way to take this from a leadership perspective not is not. what's that perspective? Oh, oh I, I won't. I won't do it anymore. Yeah, please don't, because I'm going to say I'm going to do that thing where it's like you use the word to describe <laughs> the word like six times. Um, so I think that there's a couple of different ways to look at this, and and one of them is understanding your own perspective. And recognizing that we all view the world I'm a big big believer in in telling people that we only all view the world through our own eyes right that uh, I can look at it and it's not just that like if you're colorblind you might see colors a, a certain way or, or like have you ever thought about the fact that like for example that that wall behind you is green like we all agree it's green right that's green mm-hmm. but like it may look different to all of us and what I perceive as green you may perceive as you know what i mean yeah they're like colors are weird i don't know what i'm telling you is that i'm an eye doctor but what i'm saying is that we all do have our own perspective on life we all view the world through our own eyes and i think it's important to recognize and understand your own perspective and where it comes from right and 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 recognizing that your perspective and your view on the world was shaped by a lot of different factors right Mm -hmm. that I view things in a certain way because of how I was raised. I view things in a certain way because of the struggles that I had, because of the triumphs that I had, because of all of these things uh, is the way that I view the world. There's not a right or wrong way of viewing the world. That's not true. There are some wrong ways to view the world. I want to backtrack on that. There are some wrong ways to view the world. But what I'm saying is that, you need to understand that everybody has those and your, and, and acknowledge where yours comes from because it has a lot of different uh, roots to it. It has a lot of different ways that it was, that it got to be that way. I think that's an important part uh, of moving forward as a leader is is understanding your own perspective and maybe even where those blind spots are in your perspective. I think that's important too. So there's that. Do you grasp and recognize other relevant perspectives, okay, both from leaders and from followers. What I mean by that, and I think there's there's a couple of words that are doing a bunch of heavy lifting in that sentence. Um, Do you, like, if, if we're working together on a project, the three of us, we might view the solution three different ways, and that's okay But it's also important if we're all going to get to the best possible outcome for everybody involved to understand why you, Carolyn, think of it in a certain way and why you, Josie, think of it in a certain way. That's from a leadership perspective. The other part of that word that I think is doing a lot of heavy lifting is the word relevant. Okay? That if the three of us are working on a project, right, you, me, and Carolyn have a project, Josie, and then Joe Schmo from the street comes in and tells us what he thinks about it that is not really a you have to determine whether or not that's a relevant perspective to what you're doing do you know what i mean and then there's also the idea of understanding um, the, the you know from from followers right let's just say that it's actually my project but you guys are working for me it's that doesn't mean that your perspective is not important but i and i need to work to understand it maybe i don't let you make the decision but it's important to take your information and what you understand about the situation and apply it to the, the, the problem. It's the idea of putting yourself on hold for a second. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. taking yourself and saying, all right, I'm going to back off and I'm going to make sure I understand everybody else's perspective. The other thing I think that's, that's, that that I kept thinking about on the topic of perspective was the power of time. Okay? That, all right, how many times today has something happened that se- felt like a really big deal, and then five minutes pass, and you realize you're like, "Oh, well, actually, you know, probably, I wasn't that big of a deal." I feel like that happens to everyone every single day. The power of time gives you greater perspective on on particular problems, and p- particularly, I would say, on perceived um, conflicts, perceived uh, negatives, right? Mm-hmm. Just letting a little bit of time pass, letting yourself sleep on it, I think is so, it's, it's just like so critical and changes your perspective in a lot of different ways. And it's important in that sort of regard to remember that you want to respond and not react. I have a, um, uh, a, a colleague of mine who is fond of saying that uh, responding is positive, reacting is negative, right? It, it is, it's that if, if you react to something, You are letting the situation dictate you as opposed to the reverse if you respond to something. And sometimes that's just a simple matter of taking a step back and letting things develop, letting things simmer a little bit. Let it cook. You know what I mean? Just Mm -hmm. take the little spoon and stir it around the pot a little bit. Let it cook for a little bit. Uh, That, I think, can improve your perspective and lead to greater outcomes for everybody involved. Anyway, I'm glad you chose perspective because I did a lot of thinking about it, as you can tell.
1: I can. And and,
0: and and I had a lot of different ways do, uh, of, of kind of attacking it. And I didn't want to attack just one. So I attacked a lot of them. And that's my that's my book report on perspective. Signed, Greg Tepper, age 30. I'm not 30. I'm 33. I don't know why I lied just then.
2: Well, you have a different perspective. From... Ah,
0: up top. Bang. There it is. All right. Um, so now it's time to get to the real crux of the matter, the real reason that we're here. We are pleased to welcome... Yes. The guest. Yes, the guest, the guest. Yeah. Right. We're pleased to welcome for the first time, the first of many times, on the Royal Cast. We've signed her to a six podcast deal, she doesn't know about it. We're joined by Carolyn Mathis.
1: Yay!
0: <clears throat> Hi Carolyn.
1: Hi.
0: Are you just so like why do why 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 have you been avoiding us?
1: I have not been avoiding you. Uh
0: huh. Bluff, but go on.
1: It's not a bluff. I have been avoiding this particular speaking engagement. That's what but I'm I have sa- not uh, been avoiding. See, you.
0: You change your perspective on the on, on what you were avoiding. No, okay.
1: I just picked my words carefully, mm-hmm. as my profession has trained me to do.
0: Okay. So, you want to ask the first question? Um, I'm done with this witness. Yeah. No, I was. Your witness. I've always wanted to say that.
2: <laughs> Why do you say that on the episode? We have a lawyer here. We'll get to that. Okay. Um, So, as we do with with most of our guests, if not all, what is your RILA story?
1: So, my RILA story is a little different than some people's. Um, My high school didn't have kind of a a funnel into the program like a lot of schools do. Um, A Rotary Club didn't recruit specifically um, from my high school so I actually found out about it through a a volunteer program. I grew up volunteering. It was something that my parents um, really instilled in me. It was an important thing for our lives and so uh, actually I had been volunteering at the public library since I was in like fourth or fifth grade and the head librarian at the branch was a Rotarian and so uh, when the time came she gave me the paperwork I'm sure this will shock both of you. I filled out the application in an extremely thorough manner. <sighs>
0: Knock me over with a feather.
1: With a uh, unreasonably long resume that, thinking back on it, is just... Obnoxious? Obnoxious and embarrassing, but... Did you staple it? Like, Was it like a two-pager? It, it was at least two pages, <laughs> yes, and it was stapled. Whoa, we're talking... To- <laughs> Wait, minimum two pages? <laughs> Yes. Go on. Yes, um, I know this because I found a copy of it digging through old records that I got out, it out of my parents' house. Anyway, that's a different story. I Ryla's story. Will, I, just, I
0: just want to hold. Let me interrupt here. I will pay a significant sum of money to get a copy of that. <laughs> that all of the money, but all of the cash in your wallet. I have two dollars in my pocket. I will pay. Oh, I'd
1: get the fancy dollar.
0: No, I'd get two two more dollars. I will pay you two dollars for a copy of that <laughs> resume. Go
1: Absolutely on, not. Um, anyway so for whatever reason they either read through all of it or didn't read through all of it or didn't have another choice or she just recommended me based on all of our years of experience together but um that's how I got selected for camp and um the rest is kind of history I drove out to Palestine uh it was in 2003 and uh fun fact leslie damatia and i were the last two campers to arrive since our rotarian got lost on the way and um so you know my arrival to camp story is very different from a lot of people's as well so everybody was already in the cabins already situated um you know last bed available it's all fate Mm.
0: so did you have a good time
1: I had a fantastic time. Okay, so
0: you liked it, right? Yes, loved it. That's perhaps why you you extended your Rila career beyond one summer in 2003.
1: That is correct.
0: Did did you,
2: for lack of a better word, get it immediately? Or was that a. Sometime?
1: My perspective has shifted on that Ah! over time. Ah!
0: What was it? Pee Wee's Playhouse had like the magic word, right? It was like, if they would say the magic word, everybody would go crazy. I'm sorry. I'm dating myself. Go on. Yeah, I got nothing.
1: If you asked me at the time, I would say, I got it right away. If you asked me, even probably five years after that, I would tell you, I got it right away. Asking me today, I just view all of that a little bit differently. I kind of have seen that the entire thing is a journey and from day one showing up at camp even to today it just is such a a journey um maybe i've been watching too much bachelor that you know it's all about the journey anyway also fun fact trash tv um we'll
2: we'll get into that
1: can you
0: hear us rolling our eyes i don't know if that's
1: an
2: audio well maybe you rolling your eyes but i'm I'm, I'm cut up on the Bachelor, but God anyway, Almighty.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> there, there are some days where I still question if I get all of it the way that I could, because there's so much about this program that's so valuable. There are so many lessons to be learned. I don't think you ever run out of lessons, but as far as getting and understanding that there are, you know, continued growth, I, I think we all get pretty early on.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so now. Um, What do you do? Like, what's what's your deal?
1: Uh, I'm an attorney. I work for the city of Irving, um, and I do transactional work, meaning uh, lots of reading and writing on contracts and city ordinances. Uh, Where'd you go to school? Uh Um, For undergrad, I went to Austin College Mm -hmm. up in Sherman, um, which I found out about through RILA, actually. My AC went there and uh, suggested I look into it. Um, So that was awesome. And then for law school, I was out at Texas Tech, um, and I got both my um, JD and my master's out at Tech.
2: What is a JD?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> Juris doctorate. Oh, okay. my law degree. Okay.
0: Oh, so you're Doctor Law. Yes. Mm.
1: My my diploma says doctorate. Can I call you Doctor? Generally frowned upon. Mm. By who?
2: By like medical doctors or?
1: By like everyone, I think. Mm. Okay.
2: Okay. Um. So how would you say you use Ryla? Or the the school the schools the tools and skills you learned at camp um, in your everyday life.
1: So, in all kinds of different ways, you know, communication obviously is huge. Since we're focusing on perspective today, I kind of have some thoughts on that. Um, you know, I, I have been trained to look at any situation at work from every single perspective I can. Um, it, it is my job to analyze the risks and rewards of different decisions, of different um, paths. Kind of look ahead to see, okay, how can this play out? That would be really bad or really great. Um, and so you you come at a problem from all different directions. And I think that that's a skill that I learned at. Rila, um, to to really be able to take that step back and not be so tunnel focused and tunnel visioned on your your idea and the the one option in front of you to really you know remove yourself for a second and look at it from other angles to see what can we do to make this better. Mm-hmm.
0: So it you know you mentioned that you were um, that you always volunteered you were important you know that was an important part of, of of your childhood and stuff like that do you feel like that is a reason why you've you've remained involved w- with rila why why you're still are involved here what I don't age you but what sixteen years after you went to camp
1: I don't know has it been 16 years since you went to camp
0: I'm extremely old and washed so yes
1: okay then yes mm-hmm. um, yeah absolutely I this program gives right, and it Rotary is about service above self. This program certainly embraces that, and it's something that I continue to try to do in my in my life. Yes. Okay.
0: Um, all right. I'm going to ask you, uh, you. You you texted me earlier today, and you said, "Hey, is there anything I need to have prepared uh, for for the uh, for the podcast?" And the only thing I said was. We were going to give you the opportunity. Mm -hmm. We're going to give you 60 seconds. Yes. uh, To plug something. If there's something you want to tell people about, something they should be able to do, you have to time it. It's fine. Like, we don't, like, we don't.
1: Yeah, you didn't say 60 whole seconds. Yeah, I was going to say
0: we've never given
2: anybody 60
0: seconds. You can have up to 60 seconds. Okay, thank you. Or more. I don't, I
1: don't really care. Whatever. I'm not editing this thing. Um, So, is there something you'd like to tell people about? Yes, and actually, it kind of comes full circle, and you are going to, adore this. Um, I would like to plug your local public library, particularly with the city of Dallas. They just started this really awesome program. It's called Culture Dallas. They have partnered with the um, Dallas Cultural Center and uh, a bunch of different theaters and museums throughout the city. And you can get free tickets to things, free admission um, with your library card. So not only can you get Books and audiobooks and videos, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now you can get theater tickets as well. And everyone should take advantage of that. I
2: think what Carolyn is saying is having fun isn't hard if you've got your library, library card. card. Yes,
0: thank you. That is exactly what I'm thank saying. Thank you, DJ Arthur. Um, yes. Uh, do you have any other questions for Carolyn? Um, uh oh.
2: Well, I'm trying to think. Uh-oh. Well, I don't want to just let this moment pass us by. Well. We have her here.
0: Yeah. I will I will just say that it, it's – I think it's worth mentioning, and I've mentioned this on probably like episode two of the Ryla cast or something mm-hmm. like that, maybe episode three, um, that Carolyn was the one who got me back into Ryla. That's right. Yeah, you – so same
2: camper year. Is Correct. Same right? camper
0: year, same AC year. Correct.
1: Correct.
2: Um, but we
1: did fantastic know. pictures from that time period. If anybody she, wants to call I, me up,
2: yes, I would
0: like to pay my two dollars for mm-hmm. those pictures. They're awful. <laughs> Just uh, let me be, let me be clear. They are awful of me. <laughs> <laughs> Carolyn looks <laughs> fine. I want to be very clear that Carolyn looks fine. Uh, it is it is the the problem is all on this side of the table. Um, no, you you that was the. You and I were were we didn't know each other at camp though, correct? We didn't know each other at camp because we were not in the same. I was in I was in Leslie's uh, ca- uh, cabin, or I guess her, you know, the, the boys' cabin, related to uh, hers. Uh, but then we got to know each other as ACs, correct? And then and then what happened?
1: And then you disappeared from the Rila
0: all life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I went AWOL.
1: You went AWOL. Um, you left the state. Thank you for coming back to Texas. We missed you. Uh, I think there's a song, yes. Come back to Texas. Anyway. Bowling for soup? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, nailed it. Ding, ding. For sure. Um, then, a uh, couple years ago, I ran into you at a Rangers game.
0: You sure did. And then you wouldn't leave me alone. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, yes. That is 100% true. You, that was, uh, myself and my wife were at uh, a ball game and
1: 2013 tw-
0: it's like 2013 20 20- might have even been no yeah <laughs> you're nodding really you seem really sure of this i am um i just remember it was a really bad game and like almost nobody was there
1: yeah it was a weeknight game it was a weeknight game and, very like, low attendance
0: it's like and it ended up being that like Me and my wife and you were the only people in like the entire upper deck section. (laughs) It was like it was it was meant to be. It was fake. Yeah, it was. And
1: I have apologized to your wife many a time because how do you explain to your wife who has had no contact with the Rila world Mm -hmm. that this stranger Mm. is hugging you? Like your best friends. at a baseball game. At a baseball, at a at baseball, a baseball game. game,
0: it's like it's like, it's like Ian Kinsler's batting. I'm like trying to keep score. I'm like Carolyn, hold on one second. <laughs> you know, um, yes, that is that is that is the the special postscript uh, to to this episode of the podcast is that Carolyn, if you like this podcast, it is. Uh, it is because Carolyn Looped me back into it And if you don't like this podcast It's carolyn.mathis <laughs> at, I don't know your email address And it's because of Carolyn's
2: perspective On the program uh. That she knew you would be a great fit mm. Or she just needed bodies That I mean we really needed bodies, needed bodies But it's an audio medium trying to play it up For everybody listening Was this
0: as terrible as you thought it was going to be? No like A I ringing endorsement yes. Carolyn Mathis much, much, much later. Hey Josie, do you ever do you ever like finish something and then immediately think, God, I forgot something?
2: All the time.
0: Uh so we were literally... we're gonna completely ruin the illusion of this podcast here for a moment, although I think that's been ruined <laughs> long ago. Um We were sitting here, we finished up the interview with Carolyn, and then we started naming off these things, like we named like one thing that was like we should have mentioned. It's like, ah, ah, oh, well that's too bad. And then like Four more things <laughs> followed it. So we just decided to turn the recorder back on and here's a bonus segment with Carolyn. Here we go. Hi Carolyn.
1: Hi, Greg. You're Hi, back. Nancy. Hey okay. Carolyn.
0: First and foremost, the thing that started this conversation was International Ryla.
1: Sure, I feel like I left out a big part of my Ryla story.
0: Yeah. Um I gotta tell you that in true lawyer fashion, I'm stealing this joke from you. In true lawyer fashion, we have an addendum.
1: Addendum number one.
0: Addendum number one. Number one. Rotary International
1: rotary international so after my camper year after my ac year kind of in that in between time when you're on staff and not quite a counselor i had the privilege to attend international rila in sweden um and denmark it was across Mm -hmm. the bridge um international convention was in denmark and the rila portion was in uh sweden do you have a preference
0: I don't. Do you they're want to start a Scandinavian beautiful.
1: war? Let's not.
0: <laughs> okay, no. They're very, I they're, can, they're very fun.
1: kind, calm, peaceful people. It is a lovely, clean place.
0: Why Are you making the like throat gesture?
2: Yeah. What's the, what's
0: this? would be like quit talking about that's weird. I, you saw that too. I saw okay. That too. Anyway,
1: I think you were both looking in the mirror.
0: We have a mirror in here.
1: Anyway, so that was in 2006, and so after that. I you know continued to come back to camp and and knew that rotary and the the program was something that I cared very deeply about and so then when um, went through all of my education and and circled back to being a professional, you know I entered the workforce and um, ended up joining rotary so i became a rotarian and a couple years into that i went to international convention again this time in south korea and um then the year after that i became president of my club and you know the rest is history so full circle thanks to camp rila
0: that's uh that's quite something so you went over, so the, the Rotary, the, the RYLA International program, mm-hmm. um, there's probably people who don't know a ton about it. Would you, thumbs up, thumbs down, would you recommend it? Oh,
1: absolutely thumbs up. Um, it's like our local RYLA but we talked about perspective and global thinking and and knowing that the world is so much bigger than you are. And that just drove that point home Mm -hmm. more than I could ever imagine. So it it was interesting to learn that RILAs around the world aren't necessarily like ours. There are some that are just a weekend program. There are some that are for young adults. There are some that are for any high school age student, um, you know and of course ours which several are modeled after in fact um you know international rila is is structured very much like our camp is as far as pairing you off and, and grouping you and intentionally mixing you up with people that you don't know but um it is a range of ages and you know people from all different countries and it exposes you to so many different things it was just an amazing opportunity
0: so what else did we miss? What else did we forget? Uh-huh. We, we, you became president of ro- your Rotary Club. We well, yeah, um, in true lawyer fashion, right. she tried to pack in all
2: the addendums. Yeah, she that did. She one. tried to
0: sneak it up in, in there. Um, well, yes, to think. addendum
1: one is the document, and so uh-huh. this particular segment is the addendum. Not right. I think, like, if, like, yes, I did make addendum one section A
0: okay. very lengthy. Got it, got it. Okay, then th- I guess my other question would be like, hypothetically
1: lawyers love hypotheticals right
0: we're just speaking hypothetically as friends i mean i'm turning off the the recorder right now Recorder's off so we're just talking as friends just you and me hypothetically if i were to have let's just say a couple of endangered species in my garage and i were trying to sell them is that a bad thing and if it is could you hypothetically help me navigate these muddy waters
2: <laughs> are, are you in Irving I think was the first question
1: I am speechless which does not often I'm just saying happen. that there might be a beluga whale in my garage I have been to your home I don't believe a beluga whale would really? fit in your what's garage what's my garage look
0: like Mm-hmm.
2: It's about
1: it's a two car garage. Don't yay mean big. to brag. It's got Is a it a door. baby beluga? So can
0: you get so, so 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 question? I guess my question is like if if I get in trouble, can I call you?
1: You can call me anytime
0: for legal advice. You are opening a can of worms, which my beluga whale hypothetically loves. Okay. Did we forget anything
2: else? How do you get the car out of the garage? While keeping the beluga whale alive. This is all hypothetical. The door opens from the top.
0: All hypothetical. Okay. Did um, we forget anything else? No.
1: Probably, but if we did, we can do a second addendum.
0: We're not going to do a second addendum. <laughs> <laughs> Carolyn Mathis, yay! We now
1: join the following program already in progress.
0: And now this is the portion of the podcast where you imagine that a commercial has been inserted here. And hey, maybe you've got a company you're trying to get off the ground. Maybe you've got... Um something you want to tell all the good people about on this the sixty second what was it? What number was it? Sixty two. Sixty second uh, ranked podcast in all of governmental podcasts.
2: Maybe you have a list of acronyms that'll help podcast hosts maybe, understand what acronyms maybe are. Maybe there's that. They may embarrass themselves.
0: Then please get in touch with Josie at the following email address. Info five eight one
2: zero. At gmail
0: Well done. You, you didn't even read it off the piece of paper in front of you. That's really good. And now with something to leave you with on the topic of perspective is Andrew out. Well, thank you, Greg. You're welcome.
2: Yes, the topic of perspective. So um, I'm going to tell a little story.
0: <laughs> Gather round, everybody. It's
2: story time with Uncle Josie. So uh, I'm helping out on an on an eagle project. Recently, um, and it's it's been a lesson in perspective. Um, <clears throat> from the, if you imagine, if you will, you're a 17 or 18 year old high school student, and um, and you're focused on on something you need to get done. It doesn't have to be a specific ego project, uh, but it's it's definitely reminded me how. Um, and I, I'm going to use this term, and it's not meant derogatory, but narrow-minded some mm. teenagers can be that was not as bad
0: as i was thinking about i know I, as I, said, I was like you started saying it's not meant directorially and i was like, <laughs> you know, like finger over the record button <laughs> to stop
2: recording <laughs> yeah we don't have a dump button dude <laughs> and i'm not editing this <laughs> um but the i i remember when i was a a, a young teen and my world was so small Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't possibly understand, you know, you. I always heard, you know, hey, walk a mile in somebody else's shoes. I'm like, I, I'm having a, a, just as much trouble figuring out my own life. I can't figure out somebody else's too. Um, and that idea that once, the, the more experiences you have, the more perspective you gain. Um, so this is, in the, in the small segment, is more of a don't shy away from new opportunities. Because um, I do think it's important for reasons that, you both have have already explained on the podcast why why you should have multiple perspectives. You, it's really important um, not just to bulldoze through.
0: It's funny that you mentioned that because, like, when so I have kid at home, um, and whenever, like, whenever we were getting, you have to say when we were pregnant. Mm. That's a, that's a thing you have to say. You have to say when we were pregnant, even though I. <laughs> Was not I want to be very clear. I not with these hips. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. Anyway, point is, uh, like we talked about, what's important, like for our kid, like raising them and stuff like that. And the one thing I kept telling my wife is, I said it's really important that my kid knows the world is big. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that—that so that there's a lot of people in the world, and a lot of them are not like him, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. It was important that to to your point about like. Expanding your world, it was important that he had, that he, and he doesn't need to know, he's 15 months old, uh, he doesn't need to know now, but it's really important to me that he has that that perspective of, there are a lot of people in the world, and they're going to be different from you, and they might seem odd to you, but that doesn't make them any less, that doesn't make them any, any worse, it just makes them different, and it's important that you understand the world is big, and I think that, that to your point, because you're right, whenever you're younger, the world is it's insular. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And right. now and it's it's important to, to kind of expand your perspective. Yeah. Good job, Josie. Well that was thanks. An excellent segment. I thought, you know what? I'm gonna give this podcast five stars. <laughs> five stars. Five stars. Uh, five star pie. We finally did it. Gonna push us up to sixty one. Um, Carolyn, thanks for being our guest. We appreciate you coming in, really and truly. I know you didn't want to do this.
1: Thank you for talking me into it. Yeah, I, it, see, it wasn't see, as bad as you, see. I mean, we're both good at just not letting go. Just keep pushing, keep pushing until it happens. So you're back, and here I am,
2: together again, with you, <laughs> with me, and also Josie,
1: and uh, all of our listeners. Um, are are you on like Instagram? Do you want to plug your Instagram? I do not.
0: She does not want to plug her Instagram. <laughs> um. All right, that just backfired on me. That's yeah. fine. I, I, I don't I know you're have and don't want a check on Twitter. Like you. Yeah. I know you're not I don't have an Instagram check mark. Um, okay. That's gonna do it for us. Uh, thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Um, and if you like this podcast, please um, rate and subscribe mm-hmm. and tell a friend. And here with an antiquated way to tell a friend about this podcast is Josie. Uh, go ahead and take someone
2: out to the ball game and roam around the upper deck mm-hmm. just telling everyone to listen to the RylaCast. You'll never know. Maybe the next guest and or host is out there.
0: Probably not. Thanks, Josie. Uh, Carolyn, thanks for being our guest. And Josie, thanks for your courage. Thanks, Greg. See you next time on the RylaCast.